Hey everyone, Paul Ward here and welcome to another edition of Farm Talk. I'm so excited today. We have Doug O'Hara with Sierra Pacific. Doug, welcome to the show. Thank you. So Doug, what is Sierra Pacific? Sierra Pacific is a grove management company. We primarily specialize in avocado and citrus. We own, lease, manage ranches for individuals um, that buy a piece of property and just don't know how to farm or don't want to farm or want to learn how to farm. You're formerly known as Soma Specific, correct? Correct. Uh, Soma Specific started about 40 years ago, owned by Sam McIntyre. Mm -hmm. Sam McIntyre retired about 15 years ago, and his son, who did the, had a grove management company called Sierra Pacific in Riverside County, bought Sam's company, and then he merged it as one. So now we're formerly known as Sierra Pacific Farms. Okay, and we're headquartered here in Moore Park, California? Correct. Out, yes. outside, of the, outside of the city limits? Outside uh, of the city limits in the country. Okay. And how many acres do you guys manage? We manage around 2,500 acres, avocados okay. and lemons. Okay. So, and any other crops or primarily? I mean, primarily avocados and lemons. We've mm -hmm. done some mandarins. Some uh, We used to do some uh, grapes in Malibu. Okay. Um, but we decided to say we want to stay a little bit local, so we decided to stick with this avocados and lemons. Not that we're opposed to doing anything. It's just that primarily in this county, that's what we do. If I'm new to farming and I want to let's say I want to buy a buy an orchard, I want to become an avocado farmer. Mm -hmm. How would you guys step in? What would your, what would your role I be? I would come out and meet with you, walk mm -hmm. the grove, um, look at it, give you an estimate of what I think uh, production-wise, cost to farm, um, answer any questions. I've been in the business almost 30 years now. So okay. if you're a, a starting farmer or a, a more advanced farmer, I can help you with any questions. I can give you budgets, uh, do long-term projections of profit and, and income or profit and loss. Okay. And and basically farming costs. If I saw even a piece of dirt that I liked, could that I mean could that yes. potentially be farmed? Absolutely, absolutely. I, I know this area pretty well. Um, mm -hmm. So any piece of property around here, I can get any kind of background on it uh, and give you cost of. Uh, we do total developments. We do redevelopments. We do we take over farms that are in perfect condition. So okay. anything from a bare piece of land to the most gorgeous property in Ventura County, we can take, help you with. Okay. How'd you get into this? Um, I went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Uh, it's a funny story. When I first started in Cal Poly San Luis, I, I was actually a computer science major. Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't get into computer science, so they allowed me to get into soil science. Mm -hmm. So I figured, well, I'll go to soil science, and then uh, in a year or two, I'll sneak out of soil science and go to computer science. Didn't work out too well. So the first class, I, soil science class I took was with a very nice, good uh, professor. And basically I was hooked after that. And I decided to stick with, with agriculture. I, uh, after I graduated at an internship, I did an internship with a local company called Fruit Growers Lab mm -hmm. for a while. And uh, also another lab down in, in, in San Diego County and just enjoyed it. So mm -hmm. that, that was 30 years ago. So. Wow. What size orchards do you, do you manage? I have, many different sizes. I have a grove as low as one acre up to a thousand acres. My largest oh, grove wow. is a thousand acres in Somas. Oh, wow. And my smallest grove is probably one acre in Santa Rosa Valley. Okay. And um, the question I always get from everybody from the smaller groves especially is, you know, do you treat, I'm only one acre right. and that guy's 20 acres and I know they're more important. No, everybody's important to me. One acre, two acres, five acres, a thousand acres, we all treat you the same. Mm -hmm. Everybody has different needs, everybody has different wants, and everybody wants to spend different amount of money and they have different budgets. But as a as a as a farm, all farms are treated the same. And how do you take care of one acre? I'm just curious. That's interesting. Same as I treat 
1,000 acres. Uh -huh. It's just the guy goes there and turns goes the water there, on. Turns the water on, the fertilizes, prunes, does mm -hmm. the weeds. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, with 1,000 acres, it takes a couple more guys at once. So, <laughs> right. yeah, 1,000 acres is pretty much a full-time job for a, a, a crew. Right. Um, we have an irrigator that will go to the smaller groves that just travels all day long, does all the work. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, for larger groves, we just have a whole crew go in and do everything. So, but as far as... The way I farm, mm -hmm. it's exactly the same. Mm -hmm. It's if I put a pound of fertilizer on the one acre grove, I'm putting a pound of fertilizer on the thousand acre grove. So we treat it the same, just a smaller scale. Gotcha. What if an orchard is a sad orchard? I mean, did you kind of see it and it's it's just kind of in disrepair? How would you how would you handle that? We have to look at and evaluate the the basically the, the cost benefit. Do we is it is it a benefit to add money to it to revamp it, or is it just worth it to take it all down and start over? Okay. And that's what I would do. I would look through it and, and evaluate it to see, you know, what, what's the best option. We give you all the options. If you want to revamp something because you don't want to tear out a grove, we can do that. But, okay. um, yeah, it would just have to be on a, ba on a base by base, you know, property, property by property basis. Is there a way to project income on these properties? I know you, if you buy a strip center or a, you know, grocery store, you know, you, you know the projected yeah. rents, but is there a way to predict or project income on farming? Uh, the only thing we can do is we can go on past history. The, the avocado market is very, um, it fluctuates quite a bit. Um, there's, it's not just uh, fruit from the United States anymore. There's a lot of foreign influences from other countries where fruit comes in and it, and it really, the price fluctuates. So all I can do is go by historical and by my own, my own experience. Mm -hmm. uh, same with lemons. Lemons, uh, lemons are a hard one to, um, to really nail down right so we just use the kind of an average over the years and think of the future anything can happen in farming right but we try to do the best we can and be very conservative with our numbers mm -hmm. now i've always thought or heard that avocados were kind of the high risk high reward and lemons were kind of like the safe stock is that is that true Somewhat true. Avocados produce one crop a year. Mm -hmm. So if you have a heat, a wind event, a freeze event, and you lose your crop or most of your crop, you have nothing for the year and you still have to pay to support the trees, fertilizer, mm -hmm. water, all the care. Right. Lemons have more of a three to four crops per year. So if you have a freeze event, a wind event, a problem, you may lose one or two crops, but you still have a couple crops. If you have a major frost event, uh, lemon trees will re recover faster. Mm -hmm. Avocado trees, if you have a major frost event, it may be two, three years before they recover. So, oh, wow. um, but the, as you said, avocados, the, the return on them can be very high. Mm -hmm. uh, lemons are more of a stable return. Avocados mm -hmm. are obviously more of a, I would say an exotic fruit where lemons are, you know, people put them in their drinks and lemonade right. and things like that. Right. So, and I heard that lemons got hit really hard by COVID because restaurants had shut yeah. down, but now they're down there making a comeback. Is that right? Once, once, well, the restaurant shut down, it really hit them. But mm -hmm. the good thing was everybody wanted vitamin C and lemons have vitamin C. Mm -hmm. So the, in the store, the single lemons, the, you know, obviously the, the restaurant stops shut down. So nothing in the restaurants. Right. But of course people in the, in the store didn't really want people touching lemons. So we, what we did is they started bagging lemons, which they've done it all the time, but mm -hmm. they really 
amped up the bagging. So it's a bag full of lemons. So people would take it. They don't have to touch the lemon and it's it gets the good vitamins. So it started out very, very, very bad. Mm-hmm. But by the end of the year, when everybody started wanting to eat healthier and get the vitamins, the lemon market popped up. Now with COVID semi over, it's starting to get better. It's not back to where it was. Right. But, um, you know, not everything's open. Not all states are open, but it's getting better. Right. Avocados never missed a beat. Well, I would say they... Before COVID, they were very high. We were very good. And then once COVID hit, they dropped. But they leveled off. They didn't really drop off because people like avocados, healthy, healthy fat, vitamins, minerals, all that stuff. So right. um, it, it it affected it, obviously, for the food service. But more people in the store, more people buying avocados. So. Right. And how do we how do we stay locally? How do we stay competitive with Mexico and Peru and Chile growing so much fruit now? It's it's tough. Um, you know, obviously their costs are quite a bit less. Uh, Mexico, uh, majority of Mexico doesn't even water. They use natural rain, wow. rainfall for, wow. for water. So obviously here in Ventura County, water is an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a well, wells are much cheaper water. If you have district water from the city, it's much ex- more expensive. I think the best way is to do Treat the grove the way you need to treat it. Mm-hmm. You, you, just because water is expensive, you don't stop watering. Mm-hmm. You have to give the tree what it needs, the water it needs, the fertilizer needs, the care it needs. It may hurt sometimes if you don't have a crop, but in the, in the end, you'll have a healthier grove that produces. You just you have to keep your production up. So if I want to buy an orchard and I know nothing in the beginning, but over time I, you know, I learn a little bit, is there a way that uh, a new orchard owner could get more involved at some point? Absolutely. I, mean, I always say to the owners, it's your grove and mm-hmm. you can be as involved as you want mm-hmm. or you can just walk away and let me do everything. OK, I've got growers I talk to once a year. I've got growers I talk to once a week. So we are more than happy to um, teach you and help you learn. Mm-hmm. There's so many ways to get involved. You can get on the California Avocado Commission website. They have a lot of information for new growers there. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this, the Ventura County uh, Farm Bureau, they have a tons of information and they can use me as it too. So me as an information source. Okay. So yes, um, I, 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 I can do everything from start to finish, but as much as you want to be involved is, is great for me. Okay. And, and then some folks just want no risk at all. I mean, is there a way that you might just take over completely and and kind of have a co-op agreement with them. Yeah, we with do the things owners? called a, a lease. Well, basically, we take on all expenses mm-hmm. and we farm everything, and then at the end of the year, we'll we'll split profit with them. Okay, um, that's for a grower that yes, just wants to own the property, doesn't want to have the monthly expense, doesn't want to have, have to worry about the risk and worry about what they're going to make and what they're going to spend. So yes, right, we'll take all care of all the expenses and we'll. Somehow, either we'll pay a monthly fee or we'll do it at the end. We'll just split the profits. So they'll live out in the country and enjoy the lifestyle, but not have to worry about the risks of. Exactly. Not, not have to worry about the risk of being a farmer. Who does the harvesting? I contract the harvesting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, many local companies out here with the harvesting. So we, we hire them out and then they harvest and they're paid through your proceeds. Okay. So you don't have to pay them directly. And I handle that all myself and it's all fully insured and, and they're very, um, you know, very good workers around here. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of harvesting companies around here. Sustainable farming. I know it's a kind of a term that gets thrown around. How, how is uh, Sierra Pacific involved in that? Sustainable farming is becoming a um, very popular way of farming. Mm-hmm. Um, we we have some grows we do, some organic grows we do. Um, obviously, we, we all know that the cost to be sustainable organic is, is much higher, mm-hmm. um, but it's much safer for the environment. Uh, materials that we use obviously have to be all certified. Uh, organic and um, a little more expensive. But 
I always tell people if if you want to do it for the environment, if you want to do it because you feel you want a safer environment, safer, um, you know, safer for the soil, safer for the water, great. But if you're doing it for money, that's not the way you want to do it. Mm -hmm. Who's on your team? And it's not you and how, how many people are out there working? Well, I have uh, me. I'm the president of the company. Mm -hmm. um, I have. Um, Hayden McIntyre, who is the owner's son, uh, Allison Carmichael, who works with the GAPS and, and works on all the groves as well. What, what's GAPS? GAPS, uh, Good Agriculture Practices. Okay. Uh, that's Every grove has got to have a certification. And that's basically safety for workers, uh, safety for the fruit, making sure that, you know, the harvesting is done correctly where it's not, it's not, it's not, um, it's coming off the grove without pesticides on it, without any kind of contaminants on it. And every packer per, uh, um, requires you having a GAP certification. Okay. It's a process. It's a, you know, you have to come out and get inspected once a year. You have to do certain things. You have a list of things to do. Uh, it, and it's just good for the environment. It's, sure. it's close to being organic, but it's not 100% organic. But it's a very good thing to for each grove to have. Gotcha. Um, and then the employees in the field. I have, mm -hmm. you know, anywhere from 50 to 500 at times, oh, depending wow. on how busy we are. Uh -huh. So um, a lot of a lot of employees do, do to do all the work. A lot of, a lot of workers. A lot of workers. A lot of workers. Were there any properties that you saw that maybe thought, man, I'm not sure how I'm going to turn this property around, but the, but the owner was just adamant about making it right and you were able to step in and, and, and make it work? I think one of my favorite things to do is to take a piece of property and start over and do it from scratch. Mm -hmm. uh, I've done that for, I've done that, I've had a couple of properties at Fillmore uh, in Piru area, old orange groves that were 50, 60, 70 years old, mm -hmm. organic, that just weren't looking good. Mm -hmm. And the owners wanted to redevelop them completely. One, one we re redeveloped into a, a avocado grove and the other one a lemon grove. Mm -hmm. And basically tore out all the trees, new irrigation, and we're talking each grove was 300 acres plus. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> so it's always nice for me to see that it's like a blank slate, you know, a blank, or I would say a blank piece of paper or a blank canvas Right. that I get to design it and mm -hmm. I get to say where the pipes go and how we, how we're going to irrigate it and where the valves go. And, um, there was another one that was, uh, it went from an elevation of 700 feet up to 2000 feet. Oh, wow. So pumping water from 700 feet to 2000 feet and pumping the amount of water we needed. It was a 600 acre grove. I Means a lot of pumps, mm -hmm. a lot of special valves. Uh, that was quite a challenge, but you know, when it's all said and done, it's producing, it's, mm -hmm. you know, a beautiful grove. It just makes you feel like you created something. So yeah. it was a lot of fun. Very cool. How would, uh, how would somebody get in touch with you, Doug, if they want to have you manage their farm or are considering buying a farm that, that would need management? You can contact me on my email, which is D-O-H-A-R-A at S-P-F-A-R-M-S dot com. Dio here at sbfarms.com. Our phone number is 805-523-7200. What are the what are the big issues right now that you're that you're seeing out there? Uh, big issues are uh, cost of labor, cost of water. Um, luckily in Ventura County, where a majority of our properties are on wells, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of a lot of uh, water under the ground. Mm -hmm. um, we just have to be better stewards of it and use water when we need to mm -hmm. and use the amount we need to. But I would say probably uh, being in Farming in many counties, I would say Ventura County right now is probably the best county to farm in because of water, environment, weather. Mm -hmm. um, it's becoming very popular, mm -hmm. uh, as you would know, as being a real estate agent. Yeah. People are flocking here. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, San Diego County, Riverside County, um, they're having more water issues than that. They don't have well situations. Most of them don't, so mm -hmm. they're flocking here. Mm -hmm. But um, we, we, as farmers, we deal with it. Right. You know, we're not going anywhere. Right. I know many, many farmers that aren't shutting down the business and they're not running from the county and giving up. Right. If anything, we're trying harder. And what we do is get more efficient. And mm -hmm. that's one thing I, I like talking to my growers about are you need to have efficient irrigation systems. Even if you have a well, you don't mm -hmm. want to put more water than you have to. Sure. So you want to put what you need on. And fertilizer, a lot of our fertilizers are put through the irrigation system. So you want to make sure that tree gets what that tree needs. Mm -hmm. You don't want to leach it down into the groundwater and that ruins the groundwater for everybody. Then we've got problems down the line. Right. It may not happen in my lifetime or your lifetime or my children's lifetime, but we want this, you know, we want to farm here for generations. There's, as you know, there's many farmers here that have farmed for hundreds of years, mm -hmm. have families here that have been hundreds of years. Yep. And they're the same way. So I know, some people think farmers are don't care about things. The, the, it's the opposite, you know. We we want to be here for a long time. Well, I want my family to be here. I want families to be here. So, mm -hmm. um, so yes, Ventura County probably is. Like I said, I'm around, I've been in all counties, and it's it's probably the best one of the best places to farm in the state. Good to know. Doug O'Hara, thank you so much for being our guest on this episode of Farm Talk. We gr greatly appreciate it. Farm Talk is brought to you by The Money Store and The Escrow Hub. Be sure to check out our next episode of Farm Talk.